0: Thank you for joining us for this episode today. We're joined again by the brilliant, talented, extremely handsome Dr. Jason Compton, and we're going to be talking <laughs> about uh, advertising and marketing on the OI Show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, as mentioned, we're joined by Dr. Jason Compton. And Jason, you have done an incredible job uh, helping bring awareness around marketing, and you've done an incredible job in your practice. It seemed like a week ago you didn't have any practices, and now you've got three in uh, the highly uncompetitive world of New York <laughs> City. And uh, there's just something that you have to do to set apart. You know, Mila and I talk about this all the time, is there really isn't a place where there is competition it's just setting yourself apart and doing that. And uh, I was hoping you could kind of share with us how you've done that over the years of uh, being a little bit different and uh, sticking out so that people want to come in and see your handsome face. You know, it's interesting because as you say that you have to do things to um,
1: differentiate, differentiate yourself from other practices and you know, that could be whether you do myopia management, you could do vision therapy or it's okay, whatever. But the truth of the matter is, uh, if you're doing these things and you're not marketing well enough, your patients aren't going to know you're doing it. So it's not enough just to bring these specialties into the office. You got to take it to the next level and actually figure out how to market, how to get people get butts in the chair in order to learn about these things that you're bringing into the
0: practice. I'm sure that if I just do a good job, I'm (laughs) sure people will talk about it and I'll be able to grow my practice that way. As long as I have an ad in the yellow pages. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Right. I mean like maybe that'll work in a rural environment. Like as you alluded to, I'm in New York city. I opened, I opened two practices cold in New York city and like they're literally, you could, throw a stone and pass maybe four or five between optometrists and ophthalmologists in my area. So they all offer their own little twist on things. They're all doing things successfully, but you have to be able to market. And like, you know, it's funny, you said yellow pages, you know, you know, a decade, maybe two decades ago, that was really all we had. But fortunately, I would say enough, we have a lot of tools at our disposal. And unfortunately, um, enough, I should say, unfortunately, it's good for me, but a lot of doctors don't really utilize these tools that we have.
0: No, no, they don't. So talk about the tools that we have and, uh, how you're using certain ones to your advantage in your setting.
1: I would say, um, the easiest thing to talk about is Google. I mean, uh, Even if you think of yourself as a consumer, don't even think about as an eye doctor right now. As a consumer, like how do we process or how do we get information? Um, Everything is on our mobile devices. Whether it's food, like through Seamless, whether it's like Uber, getting a car—that's how people consume um, or or, or get resources. And if you're going to have a business, whether I don't care if you're selling cupcakes or you're you're doing myopia management, you have to be where the potential in our, in our, in our, um, market patients are, um, and Google allows us to do that, whether it's by positioning our website in certain ways or by doing advertising.
0: So, you know, I, I think that a lot of us don't necessarily understand this whole concept around advertising with Google. So first of all, let's start off with Google knows you exist right? Mm -hmm. Your practice is out there. They've already put something like if you Google your practice, practice, likely you'll have a Google Google page where it'll come up. And if you click on you, it'll have maybe a map to your location. Mm -hmm. Um, They might've gone through your website and might have your hours, at least they'll put your phone number up there and maybe your website, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the first step people should take uh, when it comes to Google? Okay, so before
1: we take that first step, we have to understand like how Google works. Like Google is a search
0: engine. Brent,
1: and you're going to way... tell us
0: in two minutes how, how the entirety okay. <laughs> of Google works.
1: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but it's like Google makes its money by providing people what they're looking for. And we call it intent marketing, right? So when you go to Google, you don't go to Google because uh, like you want to see what's on the Google today. Like you do like Facebook or like Instagram, you go to Google because you're looking for something. You're looking for a recipe to apple pie. You're looking for someone that has contact lenses, something very specific. Yeah. So what happens is Google serves up that information based on how, how good or how the quality of the information you're providing. So that's what you said, with your website, you need to have your website positioned in a way that Google believes that you are a valid source for this information. So that if I type in contact lens doctor in my area, Google has 30, 40 doctors to pick from. So Google has to decide, why should I put Dr. Compton ahead of Dr. B or Dr. C? And the way that Google decides that is how quality your website is, because that's really what they have to go off of. And there's so many things that you can do to your website to show Google that it's quality, whether it's the content that you put on, how often you put content on, what websites you link to, what websites are linking to you. There's all different types of things that Google analyzes and they don't make it readily accessible. Like you kind of have to figure things out. It's like part of what they call their algorithm, but doing things to make yourself appealing to Google
0: is what gets you in front of people that are looking for what it is that you can provide. Okay. So that's like, that that's like being, having a good website, right? Yes. So, you know, that's easy to do, right? I can just go out and uh, hire a high school kid to just put something up on the internet and that's <laughs> going to be good enough. Or is it something where we should probably pay somebody to do this? And, you know, is it just something we can, you know, inexpensively pay somebody to do, or well, what do you suggest?
1: There are inexpensive ways to do it. And, and I, and I don't necessarily think you have to pay somebody thousands of dollars to set yourself up. Um, there are companies that will do templates. I think a good one is MonsterTemplates.com. I think it's called, I have no financial connection with them, but they will give you a template where you just kind of fill in the boxes and it'll give you something that's mobile ready. Because when somebody pulls up your website on their phone, it has to look. It's going to look different from then on a desktop or a tablet, and they have these types of templates that are created for that. And you could literally pay eighty bucks for a template and really just kind of fill in the blanks and have it hosted on like a WordPress site or something like that. But that's a good way to start. And the reason why I say it's important to do it that way because there's a lot of little things that Google looks at that you may not be readily familiar with just how you tag certain things, the, the speed that things take to load on your website. All these little things are, are little things that put you a little bit ahead of the competition when, again, someone's searching for anti-reflective coding in your neighborhood. Why should they put your website in front of your competitor? So all these little things that you can do your website is a, is what allows you to push
0: your head. hmm Mm-hmm. And, and, and there are, you know, services and we have some specific to eye care that do Absolutely. this sort of thing. And, you know, they're, they're making sure they have a good content writer that can share that. But, you know, maybe if you're, if you're starting off cold and you don't have a, a, a big budget, you can start with something and then, and then move from there. But I, I do recommend, and I have learned this the hard way that, uh, that getting a good website is far more than just having something that looks good, right? It needs to mm-hmm. look good. But it needs to operate well. It's kind of as I described my website not too long ago. Is it looks like a Ferrari, but it operates like a Fiat, right? (laughs) And and it 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 looks good, but it doesn't do a whole lot for me on the back end. And uh, you know, we ran some analytics, and we're like, hey, we need to rebuild the engine. Of this thing, and that's uh, kind of on those 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 keywords and so forth that we're looking at mm-hmm. so so jay now now we've got a good website, and uh, you know I do uh, let's say I do vision therapy or I do uh, myopia management, and when i uh, when when somebody searches for me in Brooklyn or in in uh, Manhattan, like I want to come up first. How do I make Google do that for me? So there's two ways that you have you, you, the, um, ways to do that.
1: You have paid and you have organic. Okay. Paid means you're going to pay Google a certain amount of money every time that someone clicks your ad. Organic means that you're going to do different things on your website to convince Google that they should show you at the top of the list. Now, organic is free, but it's very difficult, okay? Paid is, you pay to play, okay? And what Google will do, again, there are other people that are paying for those same, what we call keywords or or key terms that people will search that you would come up. So depending on the competition for that, you're going to pay a little bit more. So perfect example, I would never compete for contact lenses in my area because I'm going up against 1-800-CONTACT. I'm going up against Walmart. And per click, they're probably paying something like $30, $40 every time someone clicks the ad. That doesn't mean they bought anything. But if you're doing searches like orthokeratology, there's not that much competition with that. I mean, we rank pretty high for orthokeratology. We rank for, I don't know, there's a lot of different things that we do. But paid is going to guarantee you to get you at the top, but you got to pay to play there. And organic will get you there, but you have to work and, and, and it's, and it's not easy.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the average optometric office puts in about one to 2% of their revenue towards marketing. So let's yeah. say that I'm starting off and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to put three or four, 4%. I have this piggy bank that I have right here, Jason, this here's my piggy bank. And it's been sitting here and I have all this money and I want to give it to Google. So how, how, how do I, how do I get a, is there a phone number for Google or how do I get a hold of Google so that they can do that for me? Uh, you know, I think the nuts and the bolts (laughs) of that is really tough. Do you Google it? (laughs) Well, absolutely. Let me
1: tell you, Google wants your money. They will make it as easy as possible to take your money, but I would caution or I want to caution, but I would, I would encourage my colleagues to do it in a right way. And you have to be able to, Calculate your ROI. You can't just spend money, and you have to be able to. And Google will help you do this. You have to be able to see if the money that you're putting out there is returning dividends. So, for example, if you are a great, as you said, vision therapy practice, and you you try to rank for vision therapy, somebody clicks that button. If you're taking them only to your website it's possible they may find something about vision therapy and find a phone number, but that's not really a great use of funds. Like what we do is we have what we call landing pages. So when I have an ad and somebody clicks that ad, they're not going specifically to my, no, they're, they're, they are going to my website, but they're going to a specific page on that specific page. I can track where the people came from. There's a specific phone number, so when they call, I know that they came from Google. There's all sorts of things, and again, Google will help you do these things. But you have to do it in a way where you can analyze if the money, the ROI, the money that you're spending is you're getting a return on it because you will spend, you will go through money very quickly, and if you're not getting it, it, it could be bad. Like very, uh-huh. I think right. we we spend. I want to say. Like I'm well over five hundred dollars a month in just Google Ads alone, mm-hmm. but I mean, think about the numbers. If that's if you're selling Ortho K, I mean, that's you, yeah, no that's problem. one that's one Ortho K sale, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you have to, but you have to be able to track it. Am I getting sales specifically
0: from this platform? And that and yeah. that, and they'll help you do it. I think that's a, a key component is that before you spend money, you need to know a way to track whether it's exactly. working or not, right? We exactly. we can count how many retinal photos we're taking bef- and and then we buy a retinal camera and we know how to track the codes to see whether it's making us money and we should do the same exactly. With our marketing and Google does have a good way to do that. So, first of all, I think that you need to go into Google and you need to claim your business, right? You need to yep. show them that you are the owner of your business and you can be like, Hey, my name is so-and-so. This is my business. Here's the proof that it does that. Google helps you do that. Yep. Then you can clean up the stuff that's on Google, like for a while. Google was pointing across the street with my business. And so people would be going across the street. So we cleaned that up. We worked with them Mm -hmm. on that. And then we said, hey, it's time to start paying some money so we can increase our thermal pulsation or orthokeratology. These are high priced items that we want to bring people in. So Mm -hmm. you go to your website, you create a landing page. You can either work with somebody on that, but it is you know, specialty eye, that's my practice.com backslash myopia management. And that, that page talks about whatever it is that we're doing. It talks about, you know, schedule an appointment today. Here's the phone number for it. And that phone number is different. And I can run a report in my phone number, get these phone numbers from my voiceover internet provider uh, via VOIP And find out that phone number and put it specific to it. And I can run a report on a monthly basis of how many phone calls came in from that. And I can even run a report in my electronic record system of who those people were and find out if how many of them moved forward. So I now know that I can can move forward with that. I do that for any of the sort of things. And then I go to Google AdWords, right? So tell us about Google AdWords and how we set this Google AdWord page up. So in Google AdWords—that's that's when it really starts getting
1: technical. But it it goes back to the uh, conversation we had prior about people are searching for certain things, and when people plug in certain words into Google, we want to be the first one to show up, whether it's organic or now what we're talking about is paid. So Google AdWords will tell you what do you want to show up for. If someone searches orthokeratology in a specific range or area, we'll will show your ad. And if they click your ad, you have to pay us a certain amount of money.
0: And usually well, they we'll, tell you upfront how much up money front, it's going to be, right? They're going to say, okay, every time somebody clicks on this, you're getting charged five bucks. Exactly. And it's and
1: it, it, it seems like a lot, but what you can do as far as Zoning in on on the potential target audience is amazing because, again, like I'm in New York City. I don't want somebody clicking on my ad that's in Florida. They may be interested, but the likelihood they're going to come see me is is, is very unlikely. I have my Google Analytics set up just in a, a small radius of my practice. So I know anyone seeing my ad is going to
0: legitimately come or or, or have an opportunity to come see us. I can put in their zip code. I can you know exactly. put in like five zip codes around my practice if I'm in a rural, or you can even they allow you on a map to draw the area that you want your ad mm-hmm. to be able to be promoted to yeah
1: the way the way marketing is set up nowadays is just unbelievable, and I know we're not even talking about this. say this for another conversation, but like Facebook is the same thing. Not only do I drill down on location, with Facebook, I can drill down on people's In- income. I can age their gender. gender. Like there's so many things that you can drill down with, um, Marketing nowadays using these tools, it's just a matter of just getting your feet wet and learning. And I and I'm sure you can attest to this. I didn't learn this in up time, which is cool. And I'm sure you didn't. it. Nope. this is just nope. stuff that you can read. You can learn about these gotta people. Go to these, the OI
0: Show podcast to learn about th- it. There stuff. it is.
1: <laughs> but like, there are resources there for you to learn these tools to be very successful. And unfortunately, it's
0: really necessary. It is. It is brilliant. All right. So recommendations is get a website. Check. Most people have that. Make your website good. Not check. Most people don't have a good website. So <laughs> get, it, get it in shape. Number three, figure out how much money you want to spend and on what specific areas and make sure that you've got a good page that you can then track to see how many people are being directed to it. Claim your Google and find Google AdWords and go and play around on that site. I'd encourage you to go and do a couple of YouTubes on Google AdWords, how to to do it. I'd encourage you to uh, go and play around on the site, put different keywords that you think are interesting. Maybe a keyword would be for vision therapy, convergence insufficiency. Maybe it would be eye teaming, eye focusing, eye pain, eye discomfort, right? Some of these words, patients, and think about it from the patient's mind of what they're searching for, right? Not many people are searching for convergence insufficiency. So you can claim that in case they heard about it from their eye doctor. And now they're wondering, where do I go? And how do I learn more about this? And boom, they land on your page. But maybe It's that there's struggle, you know, having struggle to see in school or blurry vision in school or something like that. And you can type in all of those keywords that then you can claim and say, I'll pay this much money for X, Y, and Z. Jason, brilliant. Love it. You're talking Um, my language, buddy. You're talking my language. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, I I love chatting with you about this sort of stuff. I want to be uh, appreciative of your time and and, and thank you so much for sharing this with us. if people wanted to find you, other than Googling you, how would they find more about Jason Compton? Either way is my email. Um, I'm definitely open to that.
1: Compton at comptoneye.com. That's Compton at comptoneye.com.
0: Brilliant. Thanks, buddy. And uh, thank you for joining us for this episode of the OI Show. Make sure to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time on the Optometric Insights Show.